visiting with our Shap of the Week starting center for the Westlake Chaparrales, John Erline. And John, first of all, congratulations. Your second varsity start. You're 2-0 and as the center for the, the Westlake Chaparrales. You and Blake are obviously have gone through the exact same thing mm-hmm. when it comes to dealing with what technically is a season-ending, and in Blake's case, a career-ending injury. The mindset that you were able to immediately help Blake understand was what? It's going to be okay. Like, just get through it. Like, the teammates got your back. O-line, we're like a tight group. So whenever I got hurt, they texted me, like, right then and was like, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through this. So whenever he got hurt, I texted him that night, be like, it's okay. You're going to get through this. Like, we got your back. We're going to get you that ring. That says a lot about the way he's led. When you guys have an opportunity to kind of band together, he had four new guys, and he knew that without you, it was going to be very difficult. Talk about your battle. You're thinking, okay, here we are. It's my senior year. You know, I deep snapped last year. There was a ton of experience on the offensive line. Here I am, this opportunity, and then boom, the knee goes out. How did you battle back mentally? Um, It was tough the first couple of weeks I was debating on whether getting surgery or not surgery I talked about it with my family and we decided to get surgery and then my teammates were always there the linemen like I said best group of guys that you could ever be with they had my back Blake had my my back and keeping my spirit up so every single day they would always like check in on me how am I doing tell me the feeling when you finally get to get out on an extra point and, and snap a ball for the first time in a while it was awesome the first game against Belton like I snapped it and I ran to my dad I gave him a little chest bump it was it was fun it was, it was amazing you get the opportunity sometimes to realize that deep snapping is such a huge part of the third part of the game, special teams. A clean snap back to your punter, a clean snap back to Mason who's holding the ball. All of that transfers into a clean snap to Taylor. Part of the reason that it gets overlooked is because there's an expectation that Oh, you know, you can't touch the center on special teams. So this is supposed to just go well. Well, we see a lot of times that Mm -hmm. it doesn't go well. We see it at all levels of football, NFL, college, and high school. Your approach mentally to deep snapping the football. Well, I've heard from the snapper at uh, SMU. He was talking with me, and he said, as long as nobody knows your name, you're doing your job. Because once... You, they know your name that means you either messed up or had like a bad snap or you did something but as long as no one knows your name you're doing your job good and physically i know it's not demanding but at the same time the accuracy you know we don't think about it from your perspective all that much because it's not a blind snap like it would be from center you actually get to kind of put your eyes on it but you're also looking through that yeah. helmet it's a lot harder than people think mm-hmm. take us through the, the physical side of it as well it's like you snap it and then on punt especially like you don't know if a guy's coming like a linebacker because I like snapping then I block and I don't know if like a linebacker's coming up or like a defensive end wants to cheap shot me or something but that's why I got the Blake Chambers on my right side and Max Phillips on my left like chipping them to make sure they don't get a full hit on me. The Bowie game is your first game and I always said okay if you're gonna start a game and it's gonna be in the situation that you have have been thrown into it might as well be against one of the best defensive teams in the Central Texas and Austin area and it might as well be against a, a group of guys that you know that can play really really well. You got your nose bloody a little bit. What's different from your first action as a varsity player to your second with the win over Clemens? Well, the first one, I was a little bit nervous, but Ben, Blake even, whenever he was there, Danny, Connor, Natty, they all like were like, hey, you got this. This is your first start. You got it. It was a little bit nervous the first drive, but after the first drive, it got a little bit better. But then against Clemens, I was like, okay, I got my feet wet. I can, I can do this. It's 
it's just like backyard football, but a little bit faster. But you've been playing center for a really long time, and I think a lot of people don't realize that most of the time offensive linemen are kind of, you know, the last guys on the team yeah. that are kind of like, okay, come in here and block when you're in Pop Warner in sixth and seventh grade. And by the time you get to eighth grade, you kind of know, okay, this is the body type that I may be, and I may have a chance to play on the offensive line. I think a lot of people might miss that, you know, this might be your third start coming into the area mm-hmm. championship, but it's not your first rodeo at That's center. Right. How, right. how long have you been playing center? Um, since seventh grade grade. I've been deep snapping since seventh grade and playing center since seventh grade. You're a coach's kid. A lot of people understand what that means around here, but I also think that people don't understand just how successful your dad has been as an offensive-minded coach. He's been a coordinator forever. And John, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm always asked, what's the difference between a Westlake player and, and, and their opponents? And the first thing I say is, intelligence. If you don't know something, you're not afraid to ask. And what's your relationship being a coach's kid? How much of this have you kind of received on a daily basis to put you in a position where you could take over at a moment's notice like you have? Having Blake there also being my mentor, like he's basically been my mentor ever since I stepped foot on Westlake because sophomore year moving in, he was like the first dude to say, come on, I got your back. And he basically had me under his wing ever since. And then having my dad there too, like we talk about it. We talk about all the offensive stuff. And then I've had great coaches here. So it's easy having that relationship here. I always talk about the relationship between the offensive line and Coach Murdoch simply because as a former player under Coach Dodge, which I think is really the difference. You know, you can have all these offensive line coaches and whether they played the position or not, it's a little different when you have somebody that actually played the position for Coach Dodge, won a championship with Coach Dodge, I think there's a lot there that can be passed on for, hey, this is the expectation. And I know this because I've been you. In your experiences with with Coach Murdoch, do you feel like, okay, he's going to tell me everything I need to know? I've been through like a lot of coaches and Coach Murdoch's probably one of the best offensive line coaches I've ever had. I would trust him with everything. And whenever, basically whenever he tells you what's going to happen, it basically happens because he's like 100% right all the time, and all the offensive guys trust Coach Murdoch and Coach Wilson, and they would also do anything for us. I think also it helps to realize that you're stepping into a situation where now, in difference to last year, the whole offensive line is new. And I think people kind of lose the aspect of, hey, well, just because they start doesn't necessarily mean they don't know what they're doing. It's just there might be some seniors, there might be, you know, talent levels might be different. But now that all five of you are new, do you find yourselves with that Blake Webster identity or are you forming your own two games in with each other? Well, with Blake, he was like, he was our bell cow. He was calling out Mike and everything and calling out the fronts. Against Bowie and against Clemens, it's been all five of us calling out Mike, doing, like, communicating, and we're all pitching in the parts that Blake did all by himself. That has happened amongst the five of you where you say, look, Blake did all this. We have to pick him up, and it's going to take all five of us to do it. That's that's really amazing because what that does is make all of you better together, and I think that's something that's lost because we're always watching the ball John that's that's what we yeah. do you know fans watch the ball you know you, you do what I do for a living and you're starting to realize the relationship that's forming what's the relationship that's forming between you and Taylor we have a good relationship like last year it was kind of like I was like the two this year whenever Blake got hurt it was like like hey I got your back we're good just get me the ball and I can make a play and I just gave him the ball and he would make a two-yard run into like a 16-yard run take us through money five because it's it's always inter- we just saw it run yeah. the turkey bowl. Yeah. It's becoming a signature play, mm-hmm. and we've seen Sam run it, we've seen Taylor run it, and now we've seen uh, Mason run it. I'm always interested. 
the offensive line doesn't get to see it until they're on yeah. film. When it comes in, is there like that little moment where you go, oh, this is cool, or this could be real bad? It's like everybody starts looking at each other. It's like, if we can block this, it's about to be it's about to be a good play because we, we trust Mason and we trust Taylor. As long as we do our job and you saw what happened, it's going to be a good play. That play has really kind of captured the, the mind of the entire country because you see a Westlake quarterback playing for the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> yeah. run that play. They call it the Philly special, but yeah. to, as someone who moved into Westlake and you don't have the perspective that some of the other guys had, what's the main difference from coming in as a sophomore? What's your perspective in spending your high school career here? These dudes are like really family here and every every single one of them and I could call them up anytime and they would be there in a heartbeat they have helped me grow it's been an awesome experience what's breakfast at Blake's like oh it's so good Mr. Webster cooks up some mean chocolate chip pancakes biscuits it's everything a fat boy can dream of it's it's, it's awesome it's it's awesome it's you know it's my inner fat boy as well yeah. as I'm sitting there going man that sounds yeah. unbelievable me it's always watch what you eat not hey let's go eat as much as yeah. we possibly can how have you been able to maintain size with the injury I know that's a big part of being an offensive lineman is not only being physical but also trying to maintain size and during an injury I know that is incredibly tough to do how did you maintain your flexibility your size and your athleticism while battling back after that injury during practice whenever we go team whenever I wouldn't go in team I would do like extra sprints like on the side like do like 15 gassers just to maintain conditioning and then just extra weight room working on my leg squats and bench and just trying to get my upper body big so whenever my legs came back I'm not a step behind everybody I'm right there with everybody else take us through your pregame routine because I know for an offensive lineman it is completely different than a skill position and I know that weight room is starting to become a sanctuary for a lot of guys and I and I'm always wondering that you know is it any different for an offensive lineman especially for a, a cerebral coach's kid like yourself the weight room is basically the happy place you got if you, you gotta <laughs> love the weight room to make it reflect on the field that's what coach Murdoch always says if you do the work in the weight room it will show on Friday night impose your will what does it mean to you relentless effort show them that you're here and that you'll whip their butt every single play for seven seconds and i've seen that out of connor against Bowie. he really came on loose natty's been coming on loose ben and danny and it's been i love each and every one of those dudes how do you get ready to play a football game? Uh, whenever I hear that music bumping, I'm just I'm dancing. I'm getting hyped. Drew Webster, me and Drew have a little handshake. Me and Blake Chambers have a little handshake. It's it's exciting. It's everybody's ready to go. Final thought, John Erline or Shap of the Week. I know that you have taken over a very important position in this community. Blake is beloved, and I think you're seeing a lot of that love. You have a lot of that love, but now that responsibility is yours. What are some of the things that you want out of this opportunity? personally grow as a person grow as a leader and still having Blake there like texting him constantly asking him questions like what would you do in this situation and he's always been there and he's like I said he's still my mentor talking all the O-line communicating personally I just I want that ring ready for that ring so uh everybody's excited and it's gonna be fun he's John Erline our chap of the week thanks so much for doing this thank you